in like the Gulf of Mexico gets them also, so you're killing off Mexicans. It's like, is this your way of of saying like this is how we go? Well, it's almost. I don't see. That's the thing where it it gets to sound absurd after a while. The, the, you know what I'm saying? The deep. And you have Olin Ezra, Chris Dulles, and Mel Wonder destroying everything. The views and opinions in the following program do not necessarily reflect those of TAP Detroit or its affiliates. You're listening to a live stream of TAPDetroit.com. It's like a breath of fresh air. Internet radio, Detroit style. Boom! I'm shot out of a cannon over here. Must be all that coffee. Welcome to Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com. I've had about 20, 30, 40 cups of coffee today. How about you, Mel? Um, no coffee for me. You don't me. drink coffee? I love coffee, actually. But today you abstained? I abstain. I'm as a tea drinker. I am Chris. I'm the host, hopefully your friend, Detroit Riot, tapdetroit.com. Every other Tuesday, broadcasting from... Russell Industrial, downtown Detroit. Be careful. <laughs> Put your heads down, man. It's so dangerous here. Jesus Christ. Anna Olin, you around, brother? In the skin, yeah. <laughs> I have got a cold. It seems like it's better. Um, but I got one. So I'm real heavy music-wise tonight. In other words, I don't want to talk to you. You don't sound bad. You don't think so? No. Not too nasally or anything? No, you're good. All right. Now, we're from here, so we all... Hey. And we all do. Michigan. We're from Michigan. We talk to our noses. I'm going to go to the store in Ypsilanti. <laughs> Are you going up north this weekend? <laughs> What's the best clubs to go to downtown? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I heard there was this DJ playing at an after hours. You know what? I've heard stuff like that before while I was out. Terrible. In other places or around here? No, around here. Like being downtown or in a familiar area where things are about to happen that aren't happening yet. And That's you're right. running to people like that. I think there's two different accents that happen in Detroit. Um, well, there's a lot of different accents, but there is a Detroit accent, which they call um, standard American English when I went to journalism school at Wayne State, right? Mm. In other words, this is how they taught um, network news anchors to have an accent if they were from New York, let's say. They didn't want them to have that Eastern Coast New York accent. They were supposed to sound like us. Us meaning someone like Johnny Carson, who was also from the Midwest. But there's also a Michigan accent, which I find to be very different than a southeastern Michigan, i.e. Metro Detroit accent. Yeah. And that Michigan accent is what we were just making fun of. Oh, no, absolutely. I work at Ford's. Do you want to go shopping at Eastlands? <laughs> I've seen some really cool Nikes there. James Planky Jr. Oh, no. <laughs> Make sure to listen to my show every Thursday. <laughs> he is Leave one. Leave Planky alone. Planky sweet, but he is one. He's I got that accent. Go, I want to go up north and just stay there. <laughs> Dude, there's so many people that live in uh, Metro Detroit, and these are mostly suburban people that I'm talking about. They've been to two places. 
They've traveled to two places. Up north. Shut up, computer. And Florida. And that's it, man. Up north in Florida. <laughs> that's it. That's, uh, that's where they go. They, they have somebody in their family or a friend's family that has a, a cabin or a cottage somewhere up north. Because there's a million lakes up there. It's gorgeous up there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's okay. It's nice. I, I've done my time up north. <laughs> I've, okay. caught, I've caught enough of those uh, 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 white fish or whatever they were called. <laughs> no, bluegill. That's what I caught on Grandma's yeah, Lake. Du- the Duck Lake, Grandma, Milford. God bless you, Grandma. I hope you're up there making pragis or whatever the hell you make. That is so hilarious. Put, put, put some underclothes on, Grandma, if you're up in heaven with Jesus, please. Oh, no. Does Jesus blush? Tonight, the big question for Detroit Riot is, does Jesus blush? And we're not sure. In the meantime, dance blush get a red face because this is detroit riot on tapdetroit.com and we're going to start it off with some curtis mayfield cheers
Thank <laughs> you.
Yeah, man. How nice and greasy was that? Very nice. Nice and greasy. Hey, that was the name of the song, too. I just didn't <laughs> make it up. It's <laughs> a good title. Nice and greasy by Lou Donaldson here on Detroit Riot Tap, Detroit.com. Oopa Doopa before that by the Shirelles. We love the Shirelles. We love all girl groups. And we started off the set with Curtis Mayfield, of course, doing Move On Up. That's you, a good one. You ever play that one live and try to mix it in, Mel? Um, I haven't. We're talking to Mel Wonder. But here. you know what? I like. I like that song a lot. I've heard it mixed in various songs. Yeah, it's easy. I need to do that. The beat is long. Mm -hmm. um, if you play the album version, it's only four minutes something. Yes. But if you play the um, extended album version or the 12-inch version, it's eight minutes something. So it gives you a lot of time to nice. mix in something BPM. Yeah. Oh, you know what? And though? people love it. They do. And it's like, a, that's a great, that song has been sampled in a lot of hip-hop. A million. Mm -hmm. A million. And in the next set, we're going to get into some Detroit home-based reggae and dub by a band that we play here pretty often on Detroit Ride, and that band is called The Process. And I think that we might have The Process's main man, David Asher, on the phone. David, are you with us, sir? I'm here, Chris. How you doing? <laughs> hey, man. It's good to hear your voice. Um, the last time I saw you was when... To, uh, uh, with, at the Lee Perry show at the Ah, Club. Lee Scratch Perry, what a great show was that. That was awesome, wasn't it? How old is he now, do you think? He is 81, I believe. He's 81 years old. We saw him at the L Club. That was, uh, what, at the, in the spring? Because it seemed yeah, like it was, it was like still chilly. Yeah, with, with subatomic sound. Yeah, yeah, it was still yeah. a little chilly. The place was packed. Um, he looked it was great. Awesome. And he moved around stage, and a lot of friends asked me um, how Lee Scratch Perry was the next day. And I said, he was like he would have been 20 years ago. He was into the songs. He moved around on stage. He kept shaking all of our hands. David and Actually, I Actually, I think he was better right than he would have been 20 years ago. You think so? I, I do, because uh, he's like Merlin. He's, he's aging in reverse. <laughs> he's going backwards. Maybe he's got he's a, a true wizard, you know, <laughs> and he's conquered time, I think. You know, Maybe he's got a painting of himself up, uh, up in the attic, man. Maybe he's got a painting of himself, and he's going backwards. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. He's got some tricks. He's got mirrors, I think. Mirrors might help. It was beautiful. <laughs> I know he's one of your influences, and uh, you were kind enough to send us uh, the new CD, The Process's new CD. What's the name of that CD? Plug it for me, man. Because we're well, going to play. The, well, we, have, we have two new ones out, actually. We have Who, Who Is That Mad Band, that's what which I'm came out last year, and that's probably the one that you, you were talking about. We also have a just released album called Dub World, okay. which is a dub remix of Who Is That Mad Band with pretty much most of the same uh, usual suspects, you know, people like Adrian Sherwood, Lee Perry, uh, you know, uh, Little Axe, uh, Ghetto Priest. The Anya Sound family. Uh, Dick Wagner again appears on the record. Uh, Detroit's Dick Wagner. Uh, real guys. Um, yeah, these are real guys. Everybody out there, if you're not familiar with the reggae and the dub that we um, play often here on Detroit Riot, these are real musicians. These are real producers that have been around for a long time, and David's hooked up with all of them. And this is uh, the best, probably the best, well, I'm going to say it. It's the best reggae and dub music that's coming out of the metro Detroit area. Where do you live, man, uh, 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 specifically? Flint? Well, I, well, a little bit north of Flint. I'm kind of, in a, I'm kind of up in the sticks, really, in a, in a little town called Vassar. Okay. I don't really advertise that, though. <laughs> no, uh, that's okay. But that's where I am. But I try to get We're out of the city as often as I can. We're not going to yeah. get mad uh, at you for uh, giving your uh, Mayberry yeah, you know, RFD. We, uh, I, 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 I will shoot you in your pinky. A touring band now that I've put together called Dab. 
the David Asher Band. Okay. And uh, we just we just played in Grand Rapids uh, at the uh, Fall Reggae Fest and crushed it out there. We have a, a seven-piece band, and we're doing a lot of live process stuff and some classic Bob Marley. So oh, we're cool. able to you know able to tour more and play out live more and more re- uh, reggae stuff that I really enjoy. So that band has been very successful since we started it up about a year ago. Beautiful. How many people uh, showed up at that Grand Rapids gig? Uh, I'm saying throughout the night, about 350, probably that's, coming through the club. That's a I mean, good. It was ram- it was rammed up with people at Billy's in Grand Rapids. Beautiful club, beautiful vibe. About a totally mixed club, you know, half black, half white. Everybody getting along with a loving vibe. Yep. And uh, yeah, it was a beautiful thing. That's beautiful. what I know. That's what reggae music should do for people: bring bring people bring together. people together, you as know? opposed to the divisiveness that we see that's happening in this country. Exactly. You know, I mean, you see the love, the loving spirit, and the people that the music, for, uh, you know, nurtures and fosters. And uh, I'm so glad to be a part of it. Such a blessing, you know, to be anointed with being able to do it. It's a wonderful you thing. Know? It's a wonderful thing, and uh, you make yeah, wonderful music. And you're a good guy. I've known you for about five years now. Um, I'm glad to play your music. I'm glad to speak with you right now on our show because it gives us a little bit more depth. Um, at that L Club show, I noticed a lot of the kids were young, like in their yeah, 20s. Yeah, Scratch has a lot of teeny boppers is that, uh, how, that like his music. You know, it's, it's interesting that uh, that the uh, the younger people have really embraced dub music. And I think it's, you know, kind of come off, you know, I don't want to say full circle because it sounds like a cliche, but it kind of is true because, you know, reggae music crossed over into hip-hop and then dub and dubstep and techno and it all kind of circled around and right in the middle of that swirling pot of music is really where Scratch is kind of based. You know what I mean? He's, yep. he, really, the man does not get enough credit for what an innovator he's been in the world of music, not just by creating the remix, which he pretty much did, right. uh, him and King Tuppy, you know what I mean? But uh, just to be able to create the genre of dub, which has seeped into it, you know, and, and heavy bass, Correct. which is in almost all dance music now, and, and dub elements, you know, he really pioneered all that. The man simply does not get enough credit. And, yeah, uh, I think he uh, does. People, I, I think know. he does in other countries, David. I just don't think he does in the United States, and that happens a lot with a lot of musicians. And we've seen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we've seen. I mean, the the influence is still here in the music. He may may not be credited for it, but the influence, his influence, has seeped into the music. I don't care if it's Britney Spears or who it is. I mean, if you hear a heavy bass track and you hear dubby elements in the music, you know, you can trace that back to what Scratch was doing at the Black Ark forty years ago. Absolutely, you know, which is amazing. It's amazing. Um, One, my partner here is uh, Mel Wander, and she still plays at the nightclubs uh, every weekend, and she can pick a, uh, a bass track or um, a sound like from, let's say, Curtis Mayfield when I played Move On Up, and she can right. name three hip-hop songs that sampled uh, you know, parts of Move On Up, and it's the same with uh, Lee Scratch Perry. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, that- and she's younger, and she's younger than you know, than me because I'm older than all you put together. But uh, you know what I mean, though. Oh, I don't think so. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's wonderful. That she has that knowledge. But uh, yeah, I was you know I've met Scratch a couple times now, and, and both times he's been a little bit. Uh, hasn't been so you know you expect to meet a really wild personality from everything you've heard about him. But uh, he was a little bit down tempo both times, a little you know, calm and loving, and you know just a generally. Uh, Sweet spirit. That's what I picked up from him. Well, that's the vibe weird. I picked up from him. But so uh, he, he was you know, nice. Adrian Sherwood got him involved in our album. Uh, Who is that mad band? So he, you know, Adrian brought him in. And Adrian, of course, is known for uh, you know thirty year career with Anya Sound. He's worked with pretty much everybody in, uh, in 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 reggae music and industrial music in the UK. Even people like Ministry and uh, you know uh, Nine Inch Nails and people like that. He's worked with sure. but, and Skinny Puppy, all kinds of industrial acts. But he's more known for working with Scratch and Creation Rebel and so let me groups ask, like that. So African. Charge. 
All right, so uh, sure. Packhead groups like that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, Sherwood got um, Scratch involved with you guys. Did that yes. cost you a fortune? Did that cost a lot of money? I'm well, I'm not really uh, able to amount. talk about what we paid to do that stuff, but uh, I would just say that that really God really blessed the whole project. It was amazing because we also got David Harrow involved, who was an old collaborator of Adrian's and now lives in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and Ghetto Priest got involved. Skip McDonald got involved, and they all came pretty much from different directions at around the same time. Is that, that was what brought the thing about it? It all just came together all at once from all these different people that all knew each other and worked together. I see. For the most part, and uh, but they all came independently, and so I'm like, well, I'm doing this project now with Ghetto Priest, and everybody just kind of you know put their shoulder to it and uh, made it happen, and uh, you know the project took a while to do, but uh, was well worth it. You know, we we did a thing called. Uh, uh, the line of Judah hath prevailed in 2011, and that kind of branched out into the full album. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then those guys played on several tracks on the album. And uh, of course, Dick Wagner, uh, we one of his final performances on the album is Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, uh, and that was he, about two or three weeks after that he he, he passed. Nice. So it was, you know, and he, I've known him for 20 years, we or 30 years, we've been talking about working together forever, and uh, finally got the opportunity to do it. And uh, right after that, he left us. So. You know, just uh, everything was kind of just star-crossed mm-hmm. the way the record came together. It, it yeah. just kind of timed itself out. It it it, uh, t- it came together. It timed together. Um, do you think that you had him involved because these names are well known and these people knew you? In other words, as opposed to a, a big check. Because uh, what I'm trying to get around, and my question is, yeah, can, yes, yes, can, you're can exactly right. Yeah, it was more through the Scratch people that we were working bit? with. Yes, okay, yes, okay. more through the more through the people that were putting the project together. I mean, get, Ghetto Priest spearheaded the project. Uh, the, the initial uh, the line of Judah has prevailed. It was it was he that got the ball rolling on it. Uh, I wasn't working with Adrian at the time, and uh, and I wasn't working with Skip at the time. Got but uh, I got the idea. I knew this girl named Mickey. Uh, they call her Mickey Sound, mm-hmm. and uh, she's a vocalist from London. And uh, now they've all kind of relocated to Ramsgate, which is a, a city on the coast of England. Uh, it's a, it's a, a port city, and I was there in June. It was like Bermuda. It was like seventy-six degrees on the nice. beach, and just gorgeous weather. But well, I was I'll locked in the studio with, pretty with, soon. with Skip McDonald the whole time, <laughs> so I didn't get out much. But uh, yeah, it was more, more, like I say, more of a because of the collaborative effort of it, it was able to be done because they all wanted to do it, and we were all working together on it, and that's how that came together. That's what I figured. Okay, I'm going to play uh, two tracks, and we can talk about them before I say goodbye to you. Uh, the first one is sure. "Fire Is Burning." That is an original that you wrote, David. Yes, and it features Lord Kimmo of uh, the uh, legendary uh, uh, Bangra hip-hop group, uh, punk group, uh, Asian Dub Foundation, who are very well known in Europe and in the U.K., and uh, he, he no longer works with them, but he was an MC with them for quite a while, and uh, so Lord Kimmo does the, uh, the, the break in the middle, the rap break. And, uh, yeah, I love yeah. that trick. That's a great toast. They used to call it a toast. Yeah, really, really great. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he plays on like their album Tank, I think is one of them, and Enemy of My Enemy. Gotcha. Great albums by Asian Dub Foundation. Yeah. yeah, I love that song. And then the next one I'm going to play is a cover from way back. Um, all of our uh, blue-eyed soul friends are going to know this song, and that's Dear Mr. Fantasy. And I wonder why you decided to do a uh, traffic cover. Were you a traffic fan since you were a kid I, and wondered I am what a, it would sound like? I am like a huge a, traffic a, fan, and ironically, that's Go what ahead. got me into reggae music, mm-hmm. because Chris Blackwell's Island label uh, intrigued me. I found any production on that label, I usually loved it, whether it was Roxy Music, Brian Eno, whatever it could be. And so I saw he was, that Chris Blackwell was producing these records, and uh, that's what got me into uh, into doing it. And then uh, I got to be friends with Jim Capaldi's uh, widow, 
uh, Aninha, a uh, Brazilian lady, okay. and I got to be friends with her on the internet, and she invited me to contribute uh, to this book called Dear Mr. Fantasy, The Songs of Jim Capaldi. Okay. And uh, in the end, it had a list of, if you go, up, if you go to jimcapaldibook.com okay. okay. online, you can see all the list of people that contributed to it, and it's people like Paul Weller, Steve Winwood, Joe Walsh, Brian May, uh, every copy was signed by Robert Plant and Steve Winwood, and they had quotes about Jim and what his music meant to him Beautiful. from all these different uh, legendary rock performers. I mean, uh, and uh, and the, and of course, and then she asked me to contribute a, a quote to it, and I did. And then they listed all the all the what contributors. What was your quote? Do you the remember? Book, they were alphabetical, <laughs> and my <laughs> name was at the top because it starts with A, which <laughs> amused me no end. <laughs> what was your quote? Do you remember specifically? Uh, I just, I just, I can't remember exactly what I said, but uh, yeah. you can go out. Yeah, I, I don't know if it, uh, you can't really see the book, but the book's like a thousand bucks. It's a Genesis publication. Oh, gotcha. Leather, leather bound. Um, you know, it's, 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 there's not very many of them made. They're all signed. It's and a real I think piece there's still a few of them available floating around, but uh, yeah, it's not uh, not something you can easily get. I'm going to uh, yeah, tell you a quick story. what Jim's music meant to me. I'm going to tell you a quick story, David Asher, of what got this DJ into uh, reggae music. And it's a little different than the um, beautiful story that you just taught. And, may, uh, taught, and maybe it's a more of a specific story of living in uh, the city of Detroit. I'm not sure, but I'm going to lay it on you anyway. I remember sure. I, I was a kid. I was about 12 or 14 years old. And there was a member of my family, who I'm not going to name uh, who the member was, who was living with somebody who uh, sold weed in Detroit. And right. <laughs> they, this person needed to have their furniture moved out of this house, and they needed it to be moved out quickly. So I went there to help move the furniture. And one of the records was Bob Marley, Rastamon Vibration. Oh, there you go. If you, <laughs> if you remember that record on vinyl. Oh, of course was really oh, yeah, good. you could open it up and you had the weed thing inside. There you could roll you weed go. on the record. It <laughs> <laughs> even said, hey, it's great for rolling weed. It said that on the inside of the record. That's exactly I what remember. Bob said, yep. yeah. And at 12 or 14 or however old I was, uh, that's how I picked up my first Bob Marley record, and then I loved it ever since. And then I got yeah. into the Clash and punk rock, and uh, they all loved each other. And true punk rockers from England uh, didn't listen to punk rock. They listened to dub reggae and, uh, and to reggae. Yeah, I scratch work with the Clash first. Yep. Hey, yeah, brother, it was wonderful to talk to you. Um, I can't wait to play these songs for everybody that's listening. Um, we have a whole new group of friends that are listening from London tonight. Um, we nice. Got, we got a hold of them this weekend. So if London is out there, that was David Asher you just spoke with, a good friend of mine. My name is Chris Dulles. This is Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com. And this is a Metro Detroit reggae dub band called The Process with Fire is Burning. Thank you, David. Have a great one, brother. Yeah. Thanks so much, Chris. Talk soon. Thank you. Cheers. Miss Bay, need you in the 
us all happy. 
Dancing shoes on. 
Mash. Mash, Mr. Lee by Brian Lee and the Dragonairs. How old is that song? That song's from 1964. Nice. Comes from a collection by Rhino. Rhino always does a great job with their old soul collections. Before that, we uh, played The Process. We talked to David Asher from The Process, the man who created The Process. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. You did a a good job talking to us. We uh, had a good time talking to you. Good luck to the process. And that was a cover of Dear Mr. Fantasy, the traffic cover. Dave says that's what got him into reggae. And we started the set off with the process as well, a local Detroit band, with a song called Fire is Burning. And my uh, partner here, (laughs) my partner here burns the fire sometimes live. I'm always looking for segues. (laughs) <laughs> Did you ever notice that, Mel? Yeah, it's I like, do. Right? It's like, you know, it's hard to have an actual segue unless you got a script writer. Uh, I'm not on Channel 7 News, so I I'm, mean, not, I'm not so worried. About, why do I worry about segues so much? I mean, you you just want to have a good intro to something. <laughs> that's I probably mean, what it is. That's the way it goes. <laughs> but, try, I mean, you do good. Okay. You do really good. Uh, I, I think I'm about six, 60% for my segues. That's, that's how I would grade myself. No, I think you've been, you've been doing this for a minute, Chris. Better than 60? Yeah. Well, give me 80. I'll I give 80. you a good 85. <laughs> there you go. 85 on the segways. <laughs> you got any plugs coming up? Um. Yes. Where are you playing? I am playing at um, The Mix. And it's kind of a, it's a birthday party for Yarsh, so... Cool. And uh, he's a fellow Eastsider who has recently become a DJ, and he's been playing around town. He's having his birthday at Mix on Friday night. Right on. So if you tell like everybody to where Mix is, Mix is downtown, um, right next to the Detroiter Bar. Okay. And uh, it's off of Jefferson and near Congress and Bobian. I know exactly Congress and Bobium. Congress and Bobium is my old stomping grounds. Yeah, uh, St. Andrews Hall. And downstairs is the shelter. Yes, it is. Where Scott Gordon and I started out it's way back when they first invented Technique 1200s. I'm bullshitting, of course. But <laughs> not too far. But you know what? If if you walk too far, you'll miss it. So it's a really small place. But the inside of it is very nice. But yeah. It's not uh, what used to be Steve's right next to St. Andrew's, is it? No, no, no. It's right on the side of the Detroiter Bar. Okay. And uh, it's right next door to it. Cool. How long is your set? Uh, I would believe about an hour. It is Yarsh, me, and uh, DJ Des Andreas, who is phenomenal. I haven't heard him. He's um he's actually the DJ for Slum Village. He did a lot of work uh, with Jay Dilla. Uh, Slum Village, we all know. Very cool. Yeah. They, are they paying you, sister? <laughs> yes, they are. Oh, look at the smile. Yes, Chris. <laughs> yes, Dad. Yes, Big Brother. Yes, yes Uncle Chris. This is They're a, paying me. This is a good gig, too. Okay, it's a very good. good one. I want you to get paid. We, we should do this to get paid. No, absolutely. Owen, do you get paid for this shit? Sometimes. <laughs> All right. Like I told you, kids, I have a cold, but my cold doesn't seem to be bothering me too much right now. I'm hey. drinking a little bit of white wine to keep my uh, throat lubricated. I feel okay. That's good. Do I sound okay? You sound great. Should I start hacking just to 
<laughs> don't do that. Don't make a liar out of myself. Oh no! Don't, don't do, do it. That. All right. <laughs> Keep dancing, kids. We love you. We have a lot of music program tonight. We're gonna try to get to some more Detroit bands that sent us our stu- uh, their stuff. Thank you for sending it um, on MP3. You can send it to me on my personal Facebook page, which is S. Chris Delopoulos. I have uh, your stuff, Gerard. Um, Gerard Smith. I'm hoping to get to it before the show's over. I have a couple of uh, you other guys that are local Detroit bands. If we do not get to them tonight, I uh, promise we'll get to them to the next show. In the meantime, there was a nightclub north of London way back in the 60s before Mel was even born. Or even thought of. Or even thought of yet. <laughs> she wasn't even a zygote. <laughs> <laughs> but they played cool soul music. This club was called The Twisted Wheel. So let's do a set from The Twisted Wheel, shall we? Yes, we shall. And we'll pretend that this is 1964, Manchester, before all the crazy stuff that is happening in the world was happening. This song is called Hide and Go Seek by Bunker Hill. Hey, man, let's get together. Detroit Riot.
that's a dance song from the 60s we promised you cause your mind by the vibrations here on detroit right tap detroit.com before that we played soul time because all of our time is soul time by shirley ellis shake a tail feather before that by bobby Furify. ride your pony by lee dorsey and we started off the set with hide and go seek by bunker hill and i'm talking fast because we got a lot of music programmed and i wanted to talk to you all about this one thing that facebook would not let me boost now dig this <laughs> Uh, a boost is when you plug a show or a gig on Facebook, right? And boost will mean that you can specifically tell Facebook where you want that um, ad or that plug to go. And I wanted it to go to London, England, to people that are into soul music and into the mod lifestyle, right? They let you pick all this stuff. <laughs> so I spent a couple hours picking all this stuff because I want people from London to listen to mm -hmm. Detroit Riot, right? Right. Why wouldn't I? Now, on this uh, little plug, there's, you know, I always put pieces of art on Facebook. In advertising, they, they tell you that a picture is worth a thousand words. So I always find pictures. You know that. Right. On this plug, there's a picture of the Adidas logo. There's a picture of a Brooks leather. There's a picture of the logo from my um, soccer team, Detroit City Football Club. And then there's a model, fully clothed. Facebook sent me a message. And they said, we are not going to boost your plug, which means put it in front of more people in London. Right. Or specifically people in London. We're not going to boost it because it doesn't um, uh, fit our terms our, and policies. So I Terms and policies? Well, <laughs> what were you right? violating? That's what I wanted to find out. So I click a little further and I'm trying to find out. And here's what their words were. We do not allow advertisements for illegal drugs. Oh. And then, dudes, it went into like this uh, scolding two or three <laughs> paragraphs about why they don't advertise on Facebook illegal drugs. And I'm looking at this and I'm going, wow. well, is Adidas mean illegal drugs? Does Brooks Leather mean illegal drugs? Well, Does Detroit City Football Club mean illegal drugs? I mean, I guess if you put all those things together, you can <laughs> find some kind of paraphernalia in there. I don't think that there is. Um, I had a friend tell me that um, Facebook, for things like this, no human being actually looks at it. They're, they're looking for keywords. Mm -hmm. And in keywords, you know, the internet would be looking for a specific word, like weed, coke, blow, right. any kind of drug word. And none of those words existed in this boost. So now I'm worried about who's looking at me. Well, you know what? That's a, that's a, that's a very good question. Well, if you asked Olin, he'd say everybody's looking at us and they'll never boost you, Chris, because they don't like you. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> See? And that's all he's going to say while we're live. Well... Um, uh, yeah, that is a very interesting question. Like, well, this show isn't a drug show. No, at it's all. not. I mean, uh, uh, dig weed shows. I don't have anything but against it. I think weed should be legal, but they that's did, not what uh, we talk about. They Go ahead, They did man. boost the Lark Voorhees, Little Kim, uh, save, the Lark, save Lark Voorhees and Little Kim plastic surgery campaign. That was fake that we Lord ran for Tap Detroit mercy. like two years ago. For they did real. boost that, yeah. I'm yes. sure they're full of drugs. Wow. What was in that campaign as far as images or words that, that you said a couple years ago, so you Lark probably don't Voorhees remember. and Little Kim's blown out faces. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. And they boosted it. <laughs> they boosted it. It was so ugly, too. 
Well, this <laughs> is pretty. I'm looking at it right now. Do I put you it think together. That there is a person that is over in England. No, I, no? I, 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 I don't think that's even possible. I think uh, somebody just screwed up or something, or they saw a word that they didn't think that they were going to see, or maybe the uh, Adidas logo looked like a marijuana leaf to them. Yeah. I mean, that's possible. We got some of our friends in the studio, and one of them just pointed at the, uh, the Adidas logo and said, that might be it. Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> well, the Adidas, I mean, maybe they don't like Adidas or they don't wear it. <laughs> that's the only know. thing I can think of. Right? That's really Why wouldn't you? I love Adidas. Stupid. I mean, but... That's all I wear. If I don't like Nike because I'm from Detroit. And uh, Nike to me meant, um, uh, what's his face from the, the uh, from the, the uh, um, um, what's his, come on, <laughs> who played baseball and basketball. Oh, uh, uh, Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah, made all that money with Nike. Oh, okay. So as soon as he made all that mo- money with Nike, I was huge into the Pistons at the time, being from Detroit. And I said, I'll Absolutely. never buy a Nike thing. And I don't even like their style, to be honest with you, compared to Adidas. <laughs> I've it's grown three to like stripes, a, baby. What, what have you grown I've to grown like? to like Adidas a lot more than the Nike. You used to like both. Oh, I well, I well, was all I, Olin wears is Adidas. I is was, that why? No, no, no. That's not why. Oh, I'm listening. But I've just I've liked their shoes, like the ones that I have well, on now, beautiful. the NMDs. Let me they're see what very you got. Show them to me. Like they're well, they're badass shoes. They feel like socks. I love them. Uh, <laughs> and and my, uh, my other man that's sitting next to me has got some Converse old style. Oh, Converse I got are those cool. too. Uh, my, mine are cool. so old that um, I've written on them twice with a sharpie, loud <laughs> on one shoe and fast on the other shoe. That is so And they've funny. worn out twice, and I keep writing. I keep writing, loud, fast. I don't know if it means anything. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> we got a lot of music. This is Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com. We hope there's a couple people in London listening. Guess what? Your mom and dad listen to this song if you're from London. The cat's name was Georgie Fame. He was a mod star in 1960 to 1964. He was a blue-eyed soul singer, which means he was a white boy that played uh, rhythm and blues and sang rhythm and blues and sang uh, soul music. And this is one of his biggest hits. On Detroit Riot, tapdetroit.com. This is Georgie Fame doing Yeah Yeah. Every evening, when all my dish workers shoot, I call my baby and let's go watch her with me. I'm in some movies, but she don't seem to be gay. And then she asks me, why don't I come through a flat and have some supper? And let the evening pass by, I'm taking records. This has a groovy high five. I say, yeah, yeah. And that's what I say, I say, yeah, yeah. My baby loves me. She gets me feeling so fine when she loves me She makes me know that she's mine And when she kisses I feel the fire get hot She never misses She gives it all that she's got And when she asks me If everything is okay I got my answer The only thing I can say I say yeah yeah That's what I say I say yeah yeah We'll play a melody And turn the lights down All sort of knock and see We gotta do that We gotta do that we gotta do that, we gotta do that And there'll be no one else alive in all the world except you and me Yeah, 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 yeah Yeah, 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 yeah,
just a thrill, it's hard to tell you Because I'm trembling still But pretty baby, I want you off of my own I'm ready to leave those others alone No need to ask me if everything is okay I got my answer, the only thing I can say I say yeah yeah, that's what I say I say yeah yeah, that's what I say Yeah yeah
Yo, baby. Detroit Riot Tap, Detroit.com. We're just having so much fun in this studio. We're just having a gas. Hey, Mel? Are we having a gas or what? Yes, we are. What would you call it at your generation? Mel's younger than I. I, I, um, I my days, I'd call it a gas. My brother-in-law just got a hold of me. He said uh, he likes the fact that we're playing music from his high school days and he's enjoying <laughs> it, meaning the soul from the 60s. Yeah. I don't know what he'd call it, but he says you know, high school days, enjoy it. How about you? Well, I guess I would say in the 2017, the music would be uh, Turn Up. Turn Up? Yeah. Uh-oh. Something like that. I'm old, so. You're old. <laughs> <laughs> Compared oh, yeah. to what that saying oh, yeah, is Mel, now. You're real old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Get get Mel a, a cane. She's so old. You might as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> turn up, I never heard. Yeah. Oh, Owen, have you heard turn up? That's what they call. Yeah. You know. And I mean, expand on that. Before we go to the next set I, of I music. I don't know. In the, in the 70s and 80s, you guys wore tight pants. And in, the <laughs> ni- in the 90s and like the first part of 2000s, everyone All right, pants, shut up. Wearing tight I'm pants so- again. No, everyone's wearing tight pants again. The tight pants are back in. <coughs> All right. When I think of a turn up, I think of the bottom of my jeans. If they're tight, I put a cuff on them. Wow. They call that a turn up. Well, you know, they're doing that too. Is that what you mean by no, a turn no. up? No, no. Turn up means like get live or it'll be up. called lit. That's another uh, okay. saying. Lit. Right. <laughs> well, well, my Taylor's, very my Taylor's a very it. nice Asian man. And English is his second language. And um, uh, uh, he's not real proficient. So if I see him and I tell him that I want my suit that I just bought, I want the legs in a turn up. He knows that that means, you know, he'll say, how much? In other words, a half inch or a quarter inch turn up. But if I go into his store and he's playing the radio and they might have the Temptations on, and I go, man, that music is turn up. I don't think he'd know what the hell I was saying, though. Or you can say, that music is lit. He's just going to say, when do you need your clothes? <laughs> I'm going to say Wednesday. And he's going to look at the Burberry shirt, and he's going to say, oh, very expensive. Very expensive. So he's the funny. nicest man in the world. We listen to Hey, Stony Face uh, by Mary Love. We listen to Nothing Can Stop Me by B- Gene Chandler, produced by David Godin. Um, he was, dig this, he was an early black Londoner before anybody allowed black guys to produce records in london in 1964 the cast name was dave golden and uh he got cooked uh hooked on american rhythm and blues music and the uh, american soul and he founded what was called back then in england the tamla motown appreciation society and they've been around since and he was recruited by everybody in detroit knows this cat's name barry gordy <laughs> to be Motown's UK oh. representative. Nothing Can Stop Me Now by Gene Chandler. Before that, I recorded my Vespa 180cc. Uh, my friend Ray is out there listening tonight. Ray, I hope you heard that. He's helping me work on this bike. We're going to get it sorted out. <laughs> it's loud. It starts on the first start, but it has a soft seize, which means sometimes the end just kind of like squeezes. And when that mm-hmm. happens... You better be able to pull in. You got it. My man next to me has got a Harley in the uh, parking lot. You better be able to pull in that clutch, man, or you're going down on the soft seas. We will sort it out. 
That was a Vespa 180. Mine before that, we played The Circles by a band called <laughs> Fleur de Lise, a mod band from the 60s. And we started off the set with a song called Yeah, Yeah by Georgie Fame, who was a famous singer in England in the 1960s, uh, Blue Eyed Soul. Let's keep going. How much time do we have left? It's 10.37. We're running out of time, Olin. I should shut up and keep playing music? Sure. All right. I'm going to shut up and keep playing music. This is Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com, recording or broadcasting from Russell Industrial Center in the heart of Detroit. This song is called Jazz in My Soul by Dodo Green. Can you meet my maker? That sweet Lord above is my goal. Yes, I'm gonna meet my maker. Cause I got jazz in my soul. Temptation is all around me. But I got an ace in the hole. I stick to the straight and narrow. Cause I got jazz in my soul. Right over the bridge there I won't have to pay any toll No, I'll never take no detours Not with that jazz in my soul I'll dance up that glorious staircase And hear the drums start to roll They'll lay down that golden carpet Cause I got jazz in my soul Turn. Take 
Painted pony on the spinning wheel ride Did you find your direct inside On the straight and narrow highway Would your mama reflect inside Just a little child within your mind And show you
It's in the morning paper and it's on the radio It's even going to make the TV news White boy steals the blues Well, you can wake up in the morning And they won't come coming down Your woman can leave you And they won't be coming round Don't even have to pay those dues Ever since I stole the blues If it ain't got that swing It don't mean a thing All you gotta do is sing Well, it makes no difference If it's sweet or hot Just give the rhythm Everything you got It don't mean nothing it ain't got that swing do 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 da
It don't mean a thing, John Williams. How cool is that? Ever since I stole the blues. Mose Allison, how cool is that? Spin wheel. Cassili Norby. And before that set four was Hey Stony Face. Nothing Can Stop Me by Gene Chandler. You heard the sound of the motor of a Vespa 180cc kitted out. <laughs> it didn't blow up. We put a microphone next to the engine. <laughs> before that. <laughs> Circles That's by so a mod funny. band called Forty Lights. You like that? That we taped our engine. We started off the set with the yeah, yeah, yeah by Georgie Fame. You get a kick out of the fact that we uh, taped our motor motorbike engine. There. Yeah, <laughs> so manly. It is a manly thing. <laughs> well, that fe- that it makes me feel good that you said that. Yeah, I, I never kind of thought about that. Say it again. <laughs> Say it again. I just yeah. thought this might be fun. Let's tape it. It sounds good. It's loud. People will like it. Yeah. And Mel tells us it's a manly thing. It is. Are you smiling back there, Owen? Because I'm smiling ear to ear. <laughs> yeah, Owen's going, um, you got seven minutes left. I got man. a grin. <laughs> I don't have time for a full smile. I just have a grin. You got seven minutes left, Dallas. Just go ahead and do your thing. You, you got a minute to listen to Rich? <laughs> you, who's Rich? <laughs> From 5XL Large in Charge. Sure. All right. If those other candidates stink, just leave their oval blank and write in the name of George Cushingberry Jr., the man for you. All right. Thank you. That, that was that was it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> Did he pay you for that or something? They, he's on Five XL, Largin in charge, and oh, okay. they thought they were just going to be shooed in, and then nobody voted for him. So now they have this huge write-in campaign going on. I see. That's how Dugan won. In Detroit. Yeah. Good luck if anybody can beat Duggan, actually. Well, it's, There's two G's. He's running for city council. so. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah, he's not running for mayor. God bless him. You know what? If we, if we really want to change politics in America, do it from uh, local. Back yeah. when uh, Rich first, dog catcher first started at the station, he got <laughs> uh, uh, Councilman Cushingberry in trouble 
by pulling out of a strip club with half a fifth and a blunt that they were smoking. And then the police tried to cover it up, but then it leaked. And they've had Fox 2 all over them ever since. Oh, that's awesome. They were having fun. They were having fun. They sound very Detroit, too. Was was it in the city? So it was in the city? It was in a strip club in Detroit? Yes, it was off uh, Livernois. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. When in, like, um, partially in the hood... Uh yeah, mm. that's that's the district between Eight Mile and Fankel, uh from Livernois to uh, between Livernois and uh, District Two. Google it. <laughs> hey, listen, man, he still he still has a chance if he's not in jail. He has or a is chance. He dropped he's not out. in jail. No, no. This was years ago. He's since recovered from the scandal. Oh, I see. Wait a minute. If it if it sounds right, it's called, <laughs> might be the black one. Look what happened to Weiner. <laughs> Wiener still almost became the uh, 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 the mayor of New York yeah. after, he touched after the, the right, scandals. He touched the right wieners. You know what? Yeah, he abs- absolutely. Yeah, and finally, after you know what? His job, when he got caught sexting to that um, 17-year-old girl, or 16, however old she was. She was under 18. Um, his job was to be a stay-at-home dad. His wife has her had her act together. She's finally divorcing him, right? She's in politics. She's in the media. She's very smart. She's very beautiful. Uh-huh. She stayed with him after the scandal of him doing the um, the 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 uh, uh, showing somebody that wasn't his wife his junk, his wiener, right? <laughs> and the guy. This is how much America will forgive our politicians. He still had a chance after that to run for mayor of New York until he got caught recently. And because the girl was underage, and they were sexting to each other. So he was talking about having sex with her. She said, I'm 17, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Now he's doing 21 years in a federal penitentiary. I mean, damn, how much did it have to take? How many times you got to get caught? Right. What's it say? Reminder, you, uh, no prenatal consent. Parental. No prenatal consent. No prenatal. I go, how did he get her pregnant <laughs> over texting? That is so prenatal. Funny. All right, let's see how much music we can squeeze in. This is a local Detroit band. Well, they were a local Detroit band, and then they blew up all over the world. The name of the band is The Dirt Bombs. This is Ode to a Black Man on Detroit Riot, tapdetroit.com. I'm so 
That's it. That's time. Ode to the Black Band by Detroit's The Dirt Bombs. Thank you so much for joining us tonight at Detroit Riot. TapDetroit.com. We'll be back here again following Tuesday, Tuesday after Tuesday. I am Chris, Chris Delopoulos on Facebook. Please come and say hello. Our main website all the time is tap, T-A-P-Detroit.com. You can listen to this show anytime. If it did not fit your schedule tonight, tell your friends. You can go to tapdetroit.com. Look for today's date under archives. The old days we would call them reruns. And you can listen to this song anytime (laughs) you want. Right, Mel? That's right. Thank you for joining us, Mel. It's always wonderful to have you in the studio. Olin, we love you more than uh, frog legs. And I love frog legs. Oh, those are tasty. They are tasty. Ew. Ooh, I know it's so. Have you ever ate one, Mel? No. Oh, it's so. Oh, awful. you gotta try it. It's so awful oh, to think I'm of killing a not frog. Really to a eat fan. It. You don't understand. They're so like, good. They're so good. Like you think it would be gross, but they're delicious. They are wonderful. They're a little rubbery, but they're good. I see, that's what I imagine that they taste like. I'm not gonna like. eat them anymore just because frogs are so cute. That's what I mean. I don't want to eat them. They're very cute. So, so t- I don't give a shit how cute they are. They <laughs> taste good. <laughs> to oh. end the night on Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com, we are going to say, do not eat frog legs because frogs are cute. I'm done for the rest of my life. Mel, I promise I will never eat a frog leg again. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to play one more song to get you out of here, and this is by our main man, the Mod Father. He's coming to St. Andrews October 11th. I'm going to see you all there. This is called Close to You. Like me, 
So they sprinkle moon dust in your hair of gold Starlight in your eyes are blue There's a wild All the guys in town Follow you Just